Hey, hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sip and Listen. Today we have our two new, well, actually, Chris, you were on last week, but Chris Lupo's here. I'm a veteran. I know. It's like easy <laughs> now, right? Um, and I think you worked out this morning, right? No. No? No, I did my mindset work. Oh, yeah. that's a little meditation in yeah. the morning? Med- meditation, affirmations, all that. Yep. Is that like an always in the morning? Every day. How long? 5 a.m. Been doing it for about a month. I've been did, did it for a while, a couple of years ago, and I just got back into doing it. Mm. How long does that take in the morning? Uh, about an hour. Oh wow! Yeah. Mm. And then we have the credit master Valerie James back. Good morning. Good morning. Did you do some numbers this morning? Numbers? Uh, no, in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> On the way here, we actually yeah. had some drinks this weekend. <laughs> it was actually kind of fun to kind of catch up and not work. Yeah, it was really relaxing. Very mm. nice. On a Sunday, yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. And then we have Bryce's back. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Gosh, it's been, what, a couple months since you were last here? Yep. And we actually were thinking about doing some topic about work and life and the balance. Yes. Kind of making it work. And um, you were kind of like backing off that topic for a bit. Yeah, it's uh, it's called resistance. You know, it's um, it shows up in everyone's life. And when you brought that up to me, I... I was upset. I was um, frustrated um, because it's something that um, I, I struggle with a lot. When I come here, I usually have something pre-done of what I'm going to talk about and inspirational and this, that kind of thing. And this is something that um, has been the demise of a 15-year relationship of mine because I didn't master the work-life balance. Um, a lot of um, a lot of crying, a lot of not being around my kids, building a building a business. So. Um, over time, I learned that it's okay to have a little bit of unbalance within the balance. And um, I'll, I'll get into that later, but yeah. yeah. It's funny because I don't think there's ever really a balance to yeah. it. Like there's never really something that you can say every day. Like that's why I ask, like, is that always your morning ritual? Well, I'm, I've learned to be open to anything and attached to nothing. That that's alone a, is just like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. True. Cause so it's almost know, like having a commitment to something, but not being attached to how it turns out. Well, the, the, not having expectations. Sometimes when you have expectations that are too grand, you know, you, you get stressed out. You get, you know, all those. I don't know. We're stuff. sitting with Bryce. Like the man is grand. I see that. And you know? it was funny because I think when you first started, you have just a vision that you were just like, no, it's going to go this way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you can call that attachment or commitment, but it was definitely something that you. Like, that's what inspired me yeah. about you. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought I had it figured out. I called it more of a work-life um, integration, where basically what I would do is I would always be working, but be with my family, be with people, you know, be with them. But I wasn't present. Um, and, um, you know, something happened a couple of years ago um, where me and my ex broke up. She finally, you know, had it and did, did some things. And I brought this up before. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that had to do with my balance. And it was funny because after that, um, my, my son, so my, my, my ex called me because I'm really busy today. Can you come pick up the kids? So, and I'd never really, because I've never changed a diaper. And my, you know, my ex really took care of things. She didn't work. You know, she still doesn't. And she, she really holds it down. She's like a super mom. So I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I picked up the kids. We went and we got some food. We went to the park. We played, brought them back home, you know, gave my son a bath. We watched a movie. And I, and I you know, tucked my kids to bed at night. And I remember tucking my son into bed. Him, you know, going to sleep. I tucked my daughter to bed, gave her a kiss, and I walk. I go to walk out. She goes, "Dad, she goes, I had the best. I had the best time today." And I'm like, "Good, honey." She goes, "No, I had the best time of my life today." And I closed the door, and literally, I had a lump in my throat, and I just started sobbing. 
and I made my I made my way to a whiteboard, and I um because I'm always on my whiteboard, you know, and it took about a half an hour of just crying and then stop crying and crying and stop crying. And that was kind of the changing point for me, work-life balance, because I sat there with my, you know, my map, right, or of, of the week and said, how can I integrate my kids into this? And, you know, you know, if you, if you look at a, a week's map and you can say, okay, so every Tuesday and Wednesday I see them and then, you know, I work these times, I integrate this. But it was boring. It was like, I can't live like this, like eating chicken every day, right? I mean, if you, if you have a set schedule, it doesn't work. And what I realized is that I opened up my calendar to a month, two months, three months. And I think if you intertwine all of them, you know, if I look at, so this is, we're talking about money, marketing, you know, and, and entrepreneurship, right? If I look at a competitor of mine, <clears throat> and some people say, man, your competitor, he's always working. That's boring. How do you find inspiration? How do you find different ways to bring things, different elements in your business? Well, sometimes you're very highly on the spiritual level. Sometimes you're working out a lot more. Sometimes you're working your ass off, right? Because you, you, sometimes you have to burn the candle at both ends and really get it. All of these things have to be in some sort of way there, but I think that if you take them and mix them up and accept the fact that this season, I'm going all in. But this season, I'm not. You know, when I go on tour, I don't drink alcohol. It's one of my things. I don't drink. I'm focused. I'm hardcore on it. I don't really see my kids much. It's a FaceTime thing. But then when I'm home, I see my kids. I'm popping bottles. I'm having fun with my friends, right? But I'm learning to kind of accept the fact that, you know, that's okay. As long as I'm conscious, very conscious of the fact that those are all, all of those are, are rolled into, the, into that in some capacity. I'm going to ask you a question because I'm going to take you back to when your daughter said that. What yeah. happened at, to you at that moment? Because it's like <clears throat> I, I got the the emotion that really developed, but what happened for you there? Like it it was that I wasn't really present, and when I was with her, I was always busy and not there. And that one time when I was actually alone with them, right? Because I and, it, and it's 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 embarrassing. It's something I feel like a coward for. You know, I. I I, I, you know, my whole, whole life, I just worked and worked and worked. I mean, I, you know, and I even, you know, we've talked about this before too. I mean, I chartered a private jet to be able to have them on the plane with me mm -hmm. to travel with me. And then my ex got vertigo. Um, she couldn't be on the plane because you know, she, we, she lasted about a couple months and then it didn't work. And then there I was home twice a month. Right. And then, you know, a lot of FaceTime, even when I was home, I was in my mind and it's something that I still struggle with. Um, and in that moment, I remember being with them alone, being on the playground, and just and just spending time with them and putting my phone away. And that was it. wasn't I didn't buy her a PlayStation, but in freaking Disney World, it was on the park having food with her, and that was the best day of her life. Hmm. I was like, oh my god, I have been totally just absent. Um, Quality so, time. Yeah, yeah. I commend your daughter for actually saying it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in those moments like you really realize what's of value. Mm -hmm. That's a spiritual awakening, really. Yeah. You know, yep. it's, it's, it's one of those things that just snaps you right out of it. And again, too, the, the, the important part, though, of anyone in business is to have all those elements. I think it's so, you know, the spiritual element, the, and even not, not spiritual, even the, I, 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 I consider spirituality even, even philanthropy, right? Mm -hmm. Giving back. There's, yep. a, there's a spiritual wickedness, wickedness in that. Contributing uh, to the world. Yeah, yeah, there's, um, 
So having all those pieces, you know, I learn more about flying to Thailand on vacation than I do sitting in an office for, for three hours, you know, and, and so when I look at my competition, you know, and my savagery in, a, in an industry and someone tells me, yeah, that guy works all the time. It's like, yeah, think globally. You're thinking globally. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You, you open your mind up. It's funny that and that's why this resistance things happened with me, me coming here. Um, cause I kind of got all upset and frustrated and like, oh my God, I hate talking about this because, you know, I really have nothing to add to this. Um, you have experience to add to this, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I got experience. this, I got this thing. If you, you guys sign up for this thing, it's called Tut and it's Tut Universe or something. Ch- check it out. Um, T-U-T Universe or, and, and it's a note from the universe. Every few days I get this thing. And it was so funny. This came in this morning and it goes, picture, if you will, Bryce, the disciplinary who micromanages every step in their very careful dance with life, right? So they're so all about balance, right? Every little thing. And <clears throat> then picture the hooligan whose only disciplines are daydreaming and showing up. Now, who do you think is most likely to be heard hoo-hooing from the top of their lungs as they cruise along with Dale Drive or some windy, uh, winding mountain roads, top down, shades up, saying, I did it my way? That was my email today. Did it? That was your email I today? got the same oh, email. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Totally. So it's like when I was walking in here, I'm like, wow. And how funny that hits me when I'm all in resistance coming here. Yep. Um, yeah. That's how it works, man. Yeah. Synchronicity. Yep. Where is your son in all this? Like, I, is he the oldest? He's the youngest. Oh, he's the youngest. Yeah, he's the youngest. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, and he, you know, he's kind of a, a little butterfly sweetheart. You know, t- um, where my daughter's a little more, you know, focused and kind of, you know, just a little different. So she kind of, you know, she, she, I mean, the things that come out of her mouth, and I got to watch what I say. You know how they are. Yeah. I got to watch what I say around her, and and for her to say that was like, whew. so that was. That was a little under two years ago. So it hasn't been that long. So when you take out the whiteboard, are you looking more for like chunks of time that you can actually add everything that you're wanting? <clears throat> That's what I was. And there was a lot of sex involved in that. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> there was a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, as in, and, and when I did it, it was like, okay, you know, I wake up in the morning. I where, where I have sex. Right? I I know it sounds. I know I'm getting. I always get like this when I'm on the show. <laughs> oh, I, I love know, it. I do, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I have sex. Disclaimer. Right? Back I on. Go, it. Yeah, You're going back So and then I you know I do this. I have sex. Right. And then I you know I have I have I have you know breakfast with my kids. I do three days of uh, three hours of work, four hours of work. I go have fun with. Or I you know I I um, do sports with friends or go to lunch with friends. Work. And then it was um, I um, I go to a, uh, you know you know a, a, a bar with a, some buddies. Then I come home, spend time with my kids, and then you know I go to bed, have sex, then go to bed. So I think it was four sexes in, in all in, in one day. So it was a lot. But when I looked at that, that was even boring. And I'm like that. This is and I was frustrated with myself. I'm like how selfish am, am, am I that I can't commit to, to to spend time with my kids every day because everyone else does. But then I started to realize and look at it. I'm like okay. You know what works for me you know and what works for me is opening that up and saying okay you know as long as I see my kids you know six times during you know with this many hours during the month right and we spend real quality time and if it's more than that I mean we're FaceTiming we're talking whatever um, that works for me and then but 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 I but just know that that's gonna change with being conscious about it that that some months are gonna be heavy on one side and some months be heavy on the other side 
<clears throat> and I think through that, you become dynamic, you become progressive, and that's how you find your purpose. You're not gonna find your purpose living a stagnant life of being balanced. The unbalancedness is what has you going out there, has you doing backflips into the unknown. It's that contrast. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's being open to change or being open to new possibilities. Yep. And it's it's awesome. Yeah. To- totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever check in with the kids and see how they're evaluating things? Well, my daughter just, uh, I don't know if it was my ex-wife on my daughter's phone. She saw it. And it was, you know, those gifts? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> <laughs> and now, this is where you're going to realize that I'm still working on this, okay? <laughs> one of the gifts said work, 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 work. And, it was one of the, and the other one had a bunch of cash and they were doing that. I can show it to you right now. And I don't know if it was my ex doing these little nasty things that they do just to oh. tell me to calm down. Or it was my daughter because sometimes, see, but here, I'm gonna, I know we can't see it on the How radio. How old is she now? She's eight. And she's a little uh, pain in my butt right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she was a daddy's girl. And now it's she's like so these cute. little snarky remarks. And, um, but yeah, I'll show you guys in a minute. They own us. I mean, kids just oh, yeah. own us and they know how. Right here. Right oh. around the little finger. <laughs> Uh, that's that genius. Genius. What is that? Mean? All right, wait, hold on. I gotta take a picture of that because that's just too good. Oh my gosh. Uh, I didn't know is. what to take from that, but I was like so I gave her the I gave her the emoji with the eyes rolled. Like I gave her that emoji though. Like, oh gosh, here we go. I'm getting lectured by my daughter again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does she have vision yet? Like, does she have the Oh my gosh. Can you see her actually owning she, some well, companies? On her iPad, she knows uh, she tells me what what Bitcoin's valued at right now. So we go through that. Nice. And she knows that, you know. She knows that you have to step in the role to, to manifest your dreams. I've actually have videos of me, and you know, and she knows the value of a dollar. You know, she she has a purse and she carries money around with her, and she you know she earns her money. I'm not gonna give. I want. I mean, I'm, you know, to a certain extent, but I want her to know the value of a dollar, and and she needs to work for everything that she has. Um, so yeah, she does. Yeah, she's really excited. You know, and she's a, she's an artist and. You know, my whole role on college, I think it's a, I think it's a scam. You know, I think it's, I mean, it used to be at one point was a great place to educate someone, to put them in a job, to, you know, to ignite, you know, um, uh, you know, the industrial revolution. Well, and not to say that it's not, I mean, if you're a doctor, yes, please go to school. Yeah. But like there's certain, there's certain Mm -hmm. situations that are, it's really not going to, of course. like you're still gonna get out there. Doesn't you're still gonna have anything. to live the you're life. You're still gonna have to work and live. Yeah. You're still gonna have to brand yourself. Yeah. You're still yeah. to create um, remarkable. Like marketing for one, like you should just get yeah. out there and do it because yep. there's nothing in school that's really gonna give you what's life can give you. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Experience and you know a lot of entrepreneurs have less than a high, high school diploma. Yep. So living life teaches you very much. Very much so. Ninth grade dropout right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't think um, some of people have heard the story about the picture and which the pic oh the one you would have signed oh geez. and i just love that story yeah will you share that <laughs> yeah because i so, think it's such a phenomenal one so i was homeless at 17 i left school my parents said if you're not going to go to school you can't live here so i had no money i had a real good skill learning from my father how to buy and sell equipment but of course and it was mostly machinery very expensive equipment and at, a, at age 14 to 16 i was dealing with millions of dollars that weren't mine but i was really responsible with um a company that my father was a president of and i would buy out companies that went on to business buy and buy the machinery blah 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 
at 16, I was making my dad a lot of money. I said, listen, I want to, I'm trying to make this long story short. I, 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 you need, I need to make, make more money to be able to survive. And he said, for the value you're getting and what you're learning, I'm not going to, he's very cutthroat, savage guy. And he said, I'm not going to give you a raise. I'm not going to give you anything. You're making $5 an hour and that's it. So that day I left and I felt sorry for myself. And it was just a, a real bad time living in, living in my car, living in parking lots, um, hit rock bottom when these two girls saw me at a, in a McDonald's parking lot and went on AOL's messenger. I don't guys remember that AOL's messenger and, um, told my whole school that, you know, I was homeless and people thought I was a drug addict. They didn't know what was going on with me. Little did they know it was just, I got kicked out. My parents, you know, were, were really tough on me. So I decided to change my life and my mom gave me this book and I read through it and it was talking about how you can be the river in life or the mountain in life. And it was a very boring book, but the end of it said how you have to step in the role of who you want to be. And you have to live that kind of, you've got to, you have to envision it and you have to walk as if it already happened. Yep. And I took that really seriously. <clears throat> and going to this hotel where I used to do these little hustles, I used to buy lamps out of it and resell them and stuff. And they were selling these beds. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there quick as I can. No, so, I love it. No, so, great. Yeah, right there's so, like a gem. Step awesome. into the role. Like, you're going to need that one for the rest of this. <laughs> yeah. So, so what I did was I had these beds. I went, to, I'm like, well, what are you guys doing? They're throwing out the beds. I'll give you a dollar per bed. And I'll, I'll have them. So I stored the beds on this. My, my buddy's dad had a parking lot, and I tarped them down. And I put these signs all over these, these electric boxes saying, um, free delivery, $69, um, full-size beds. So I sold two beds that month. I'm like, this isn't working. So I decided that I'm, I'm like, you know what? I have an idea. I'm going to take a picture of myself, and I'm going to say, wanted, dead, or alive, the guy with the best beds in the world. That year, I did a little under $1.7 million in bed sales <laughs> over creating remarkable. People would go on there and say, <laughs> oh this my kid, what an idiot, right? What? But it, people <laughs> talked about it. So fast forward, I raised enough money to get in the surplus business. <clears throat> and that's the company I ended up selling when I was really 19 years old. Grew that business pretty big. And how I did it, create remarkability, was... One day I was looking at these. I bought this. This I bought this company. Um, I bought this stuff out of this company. It's called Vitamin Card Outlet. On the left hand side there were vitamins. On the right hand side of the, of the place there were cards. And I, you can see why that company didn't really go too far. I think it was it lasted about two years. And I sold the vitamins and I had these cards. I'm like, what am I going to do with these cards? And I couldn't find a buyer for them. So I had my guys go in get all the thank you cards out of it. And I would write these things saying thank you for shopping with me, Bryce Cleveland. So some people would like put it on their desk and put it places. And some people are going to be like. Bryce, what are you doing giving out greeting cards? You know, my dad called me and said he got a greeting. He's got it on his office. So I'm like, wait up, wait up. I have a better idea. So about a year later, <clears throat> I bought these frames. It was out of this frame company that was going under. And and I just got myself a, I just bought a Maserati. And I stand, stood on top of it. I had all my employees get in front of a building. And I went like this. And I had someone take a picture of it. So it was, it was an eight and a half by 11. And I framed them. And I had thousands of them. I framed them. And I would have people, and I would sign it. West best wishes. Thank you for shopping me, Bryce Cleveland, with a big signature, like a, like a, you know, like a, like a, you know, an athlete would sign it, and we would give them out to people. And some people would say, "Who? Is, throw them in the garbage. Like, what is this?" But other people would literally put it up next to their Magic Johnson picture, and it, and I would go out to and places on. And people would look at me and it's like, "That's that guy." I just created remarkability. I created ways that people would talk. One of the other things that I that I that I, I love that we do that's really really remarkable and special and unique, and I think that's the if you can find that in your business, it costs you nothing, and that's the real value. If you can get somebody to sit down with their friend and talk about your product 
You effing won. Because everything gets thrown at Nike, this, that. It's all thrown at us. When do you sit down for half an hour and have the time to talk about a prop with your friend? If When I'm at a table with a friend and they tell me about a teeth whitening or something special, I am on Amazon buying it literally as we speak. Because for them to be able to bring that up, they got touched in such, such a way. That product was so good for them to talk to me about it. I have to buy it, right? So what I do is when someone signs up for consultation, and this is how I got get my son involved in, in things, um, if they don't answer the phone, which I don't want them to, it goes to their voicemail, and I have a pre-recorded line, a pre-recorded message, and I don't have to tell them it's pre-recorded, and I say, hey, this is Bryce Cleveland. I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for choosing us to do, to do your procedure. Um, you know, you have the best artist, blah, blah, blah. Then I make my son make a noise. I tickle him, and I'm like, excuse me, and I leave the, the phone. I come back, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm working from home today, but I want to let you know that what you're doing is making the best for And they're like, did that guy just call me personally from his phone and it creates remarkability because it's like he's supposed to be this busy guy and he sat down and at his house he's got a son in his lap and he called me to to tell me to, to thank me for doing it <clears throat> i'm not doing that right but it creates remarkability they always go to my place like bryce just called me personally and thanked me now if they answer the phone i have to say it's a recorded line it doesn't work as well but finding those little nuggets in your business game changer that's, there's two things I see here. One, that you're talking from your heart. You're really, truly just being compassionate mm -hmm. and in the moment with them, and you're connecting with them. Yeah. But two, that kind of just kind of touched me to say that what a good dad you are. If I was listening to that. Right. You yeah, know, that so, too. Yeah. 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 Inspiring. Think, well, I think that's the, the whole, I mean, that's awesome. But the moral of the story is that you, you've, you could have easily used everything that happened to you as an excuse. Yep. Instead, you looked at it as a gift, yep. and you embraced it, and you and you ran with it. Yeah. And, well, and you're giving it out to mm -hmm. others, and you're sharing it, you're sharing right. your experience with the world. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. you're giving it out. So, so you've grown your company to be something that other people get to not only work but actually create something out of. And too. that's the hard part about work balance because <laughs> I have to be careful when I talk about this because, you know. I, Corporations aren't built on work-life balance. We try to get everything we can get out of people. And what I do, I've got a franchise and licensing model. And it's, you know, here's the life that I live. And I'm going to give you the same exact tools for you to go out there and get it. Um, and those for that first year, it's very unbalanced. You know, you need to work your butt off to build your company. I'm going to help you. I'm going to support and give all the tools you need. Um, but you know this that's this is where you this is where you know you have to get yourself in front of the pack and really work and then later on you can kind of come back to that so well and it's tailored to everyone not, not everyone's going to have sex four times a day but it's like you have to work it towards you <laughs> yep totally you know totally. or you may not have kids or you know that yep. might not be the thing for you yeah yeah but 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 that's the thing is that some you know i got to be careful my employees listening to this are like this guy's talking about work-life balance. <laughs> yeah, okay. But it makes Bullshit. sense to you, though. Yeah. Like, just like you said, like, I love the fact that that's what makes sense to you. I think that's the key. It's like yeah. you have to find what your balance well, it's is. it's relative. Yeah. It's relative to you, you know, your, your life and, and what's relative to you is yeah. actually different than your employees. Totally. But I'm saying is that what we do is we bring on partners that, that utilize our brand that are basically, I don't want to say things too, but almost like a mini-me, right? They, 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 they see the, what I'm doing, right? And the tools that I use to become successful and they can do the same exact thing I always tell them if I'm gonna have you come on board and you can't do the same exact thing I can do that's not fair I'm gonna give you exactly the same tools I have but you got to go out there and get it and so with that 
and that's why it's like I got to be careful when I'm telling work life balance because they they got to work, yeah. you know. So it's just it's guys, more work, work than it's more work than balance. Exactly. Initially, yeah. Do you have um, like a statistics board? I mean, is it tracked? Are you? Yeah, so, is that other side of you there? So, what we, well, with my my part, my people, what we do is we've got a leaderboard. So, you know, the ones that are the highest earn. That's what we do at the Scalpicon, my conference, and all the the big winners, the ones that are making a lot of money. They're the ones that go up and talk about how they became successful. So, it inspires. Then we give out awards, cash prizes, all that monthly. That's what I do. Um, with with all of our locations, whoever's out there making the most money, you know, and, and not even that, giving back the most. Um, we've got all different um, different ratings as far as what we do for them, and that's how analytically, you know, I you know gauge who's doing good and who's doing doing. Is that what what you mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Who tracks all that? Well, what's great is that in Shopify, Shopify, I, I live for Shopify. Um, you know, you can track, I mean, the, the, the numbers, you can track everything. And then I utilize um, MindBody a lot as well. So that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a way that we, so that can help me with our, the booking. We can know how many people they're booking. And then Shopify, you can run analytics on how much money they've brought in, et cetera. It's so amazing. Like when you think of you, like you're like, really? You're using those tools, which is like so usable, like by yeah. anyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, my and God. I know. I know. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. Shopify is, I mean, it's, I mean, that's the thing too. I mean, it's on another topic, you know, utilizing technology mm -hmm. the best way you can, you can have a lot of freedom in your life. Yeah. My whole issue and, you know, me and um, Marcel, it's here, was, we're talking about that is that she's like, come back to earth. You're not here. <laughs> you're always gone. Like I'll be there. And she's like, you're always in your head. And I am, I'm always, and it's like, and it's hard. You have to be, it's just a constant battle. And that in itself is, I love this. It's my new favorite word the last few months is resistance. Oh, yeah. You know, I find it in people that are fun. They're very fundamental, even like religions, right? I mean, how do you, I mean, how do you expect to stay the same in the same way? And I know that a lot of people need that, <clears throat> you know, if they're getting, if, if you give so much, too much rope and too much freedom, right? You can get yourself in a lot of trouble. Totally. Um, so you need a little bit of some some of that rigidness but at the same time it comes in over dramatizing things you know that gives you an excuse not to fill your purpose all you know drinking too much sugar food all these things it's the addiction yeah. but that can also be an addiction like yeah. getting that that high from yeah. all those ideas like i get there too it's like oh my god someone's gonna reel this in yeah because it so, gets overwhelming you're like which idea should i go with what, so what do you do to stay grounded what, what do you how much how often do you meditate do you meditate I um yes that's another thing you know I'm on and off of meditating I, one thing that has always stayed really uh, consistent is that I'm a big bookworm and an audiobook person me too um so it always keeps me I always need to keep those flames firing and new ideas and stuff um, but even with that, I, I, I fall off of that because I'm too busy, you know, working or sometimes I get in my workout stage where I'm like hardcore in that. And then I, you know, so I'm all over the board, but I've learned to kind of accept that's mm -hmm. my life. But again, the discipline, I think for me is being conscious that I'm using all of them, right? I'm, 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 they're all, they're all there. You're tapping them when you need yeah. them. Yeah. And they're all being used to some capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, so you're, that's you're keeping yourself in balance. You might you might recognize that you're wandering off a little bit, and then yes. your it's consciousness like, brings you back to exactly back to base. Exactly. Chris, how do you do it? Like I know that you know being married and working your own business and staying in shape, and you just turned fifty, so it's forty nine. Like, oh, forty nine. Not fifty. Oh my god, I'm just adding <laughs> years now, Lisa. There's, there's a big there's difference, big difference so between forty nine and fifty. I know. I just jumped. <laughs> um, I honestly meditate. I meditate two, three times a day. You know, even if it's 10 minutes, if I find, my, find myself drifting from 
feeling kind of peaceful and calm and, and, and in touch with my purpose, instant, I just recognize it's time to meditate. I'll throw my headphones on, go to YouTube or, or an audio book and just pop it in and focus on my breath, focus on being present, and then I'm back. Yeah, you know, that, That's, that's awesome. what works for me every single time. That's an awesome yeah. idea. Keeping Absolutely. that calm that's going. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 kind of finding that space and that yep. balance. Find the space you know, with between. yourself. So that's the thing. Is so what you're doing is you're finding the space between all the craziness, and you're 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 using that to kind of bring you back to earth. Yeah, you know, that's, yep. that's yeah. the magic. That's a trick right there. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it's great. Like I've done meditating, and then I go right back out. It's like, all right, I'm good for now. Yeah, it's I don't tough. know. There's something about that it's a major. Like it's a practice. Yeah. yeah. The business high. Mm-hmm. So where are you traveling mm-hmm. next? Um, I'm just I got I'm staying here till my conference. Um, then I'm going to to back out to Thailand. Wait, the to conference dr- is here. It's here. Oh yeah. no, kidding! So they're all flying here to me. What? So I don't have to go. Yeah. So it feels so good. It's at the JW Marriott. That's great. Sixteenth, <clears> seventeenth, <throat> uh, and eighteenth. This month? This uh, no October. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so um, so yeah. how does that work out with everyone? Like everyone comes here, but are you also looking for more? Exposure. No, so this like is, yeah. So this one is so the Scalpicon is mostly some people come in because they want. So w- what I like to do is I do things a little bit differently. I so a lot of companies what they do is to be a part of their company or part of the franchise they have to buy in and then they get to experience it and then the outside you're selling the experience. What I do is people don't agree with this is I let them come a part of the experience. Literally have all the assets of it, and they're sold so much organically about because the group is so because of the success that they see, they buy into it. Um, so I let other people that are interested come a part of it, but mostly it's all people, it's all franchisees and licensees um, from all over the world that come to be together. You know, there's one thing where you know you are on group, you know, Facebook and you know WhatsApp groups and all that, but when you can experience togetherness and we learn together. It's a pain to me, I'll mm-hmm. tell you. It's a lot of work. I give everything to charity. I make no money. It's the way that I give back. So all the money raised, every last dime um, is all given to charity. And raise what money charity for, do you give out? So last year was Galasano Children's Hospital. This year we're a part of 24 different uh, charities because each bottle that we sell represents a different different charity. So it's breast cancer awareness. Um, uh, and we got uh, Red Cross. <clears throat> We've got a bunch of different ones that we're giving away to. But... Um, it's a lot. It's three days. It's me up there just, you know, talking. What we do is we've got a big, um, uh, a big kind of, not a whiteboard, but this big, uh, um, piece of vinyl that has Scalpicon on it. And I get people really uncomfortable. I'm like, how much do you want to make this year? And I make them write it on the, on there. And then I, and then they're not coming. Like, well, I don't want it. I'm like, I don't care. You're doing it. Yeah. This is how you, do you let think it's it out that there. fear of failure that actually shows up yeah. at that moment. Yeah. Like, well, it's what if I don't of, do it? Well, they have, it's resistance. Yeah. They're, they're just sitting there like, Oh, I don't want anyone else say to it know. out loud. It's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, write it down. We're all going to sit here and talk about this. And then, and then I frame it and it brings everyone together and then I send it to everybody. So everyone knows everyone's, they sign underneath and everyone knows everyone's numbers. Dang. And there's some kind of transparency about that and it creates this like culture and uh, community, community amongst one another. But so. <clears throat> it's so funny, we actually, we created five <clears throat> new co-hosts for the show yep. and we all got together and we all mentioned like what's gonna happen this month and we all listened for someone else. 
So it's really having that listening. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like what you created. Like it's it's creating a listening of who you are yeah. before it even shows up. Yep. And then other people start attaching themselves to it. And then with the framing, like that's why I feel it's so genius because yeah. it starts in here yeah. and then it actually becomes something that's yeah. real. And I love when someone doesn't want to do it and they sit there. I call them out and there's like breakthroughs, you know, yeah. it's like, why? You know, what's what's going on inside of you? And it's like, well, morally, I don't want it's like. Okay, but we're all in a room here. We're all we're we're all together going after the same vision, and they all want to support you in your dreams. That's what this is about. Be open about it. This is you know you need to you need to get through this. And I promise you, when you get up, you get over there and you write it down. You're gonna feel you're gonna feel something. And they always do. I mean, we have people cry at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really cool. It's just, it's a and it's a way. And, and what I try to do in business, <clears throat> I know we're getting way off the topic here, but is be totally transparent. And I do a lot of webinars. It's kind of most of my day is doing webinars in different parts of the country or t- parts of the different countries and bring them all together in saying, what am I doing wrong? What, why are you not f- being successful? And they, they call me out on my shit. You know, they, they call me out on it. We talk about it. We get through it. I get upset sometimes. I say things that I don't mean. I apologize. But it's like, but it's organic. It's raw. I'm not sitting back. I'm not being this guy that, that's unapproachable. I'm in the trenches with them, helping them grow. And um, I think that if you find that in your business, you create a community like, like no other. That's all things like. It's exactly. real. Exactly. That's truth. I think That's the organic, stuff we yeah. hide it really becomes mm-hmm. either disease or something even worse. Totally. You know, it really just destroys what you know. And you're bringing something that's really interesting too, because I think as humans we like to isolate. Like I love social media. Like I love Facebook, but it actually created more of an isolation totally. versus a you know coming together and creating something new. So it's great that you're bringing them live because yep. there's something about that that you can't get anywhere. And it else. still scares the, sh- the shit out of me. I mean, it's like all them there. You know they. You know, some have opinions, some aren't doing well. They're coming there to see me personally. I mean, it's, you know, some are doing very, so it's just getting them all together and having real tough conversations. And we have these mini groups that we break out into and, you know, it gets confrontational and it's just, but it's, I, but at the end of the day, it's, it's just that, and, and that kind of brings you in that work-life balance. It's like, you're opening up yourself to everything about you, you know, every piece of you. You know, it's like, I mean, people know that I went through a divorce, divorce. they know, you know, they, they, they know all this, you know, it's just, and it's, but it's like, hey, this is who I am. I'm not perfect. This is what happened. Um, this is what's going on. And there's, there's, there's beauty in that. Do you bring your kids on stage? Uh, I, I bring them with, they actually, I, I pull them out of school um, for it and I, and I bring them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do they think about that? Like, do you ever like. Like it's so real for them. <laughs> yeah, they um, they like, get a lot of attention. Do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they, <laughs> their friends see me on YouTube and stuff. Like my friend said, she saw me and you on YouTube. You know, and like whatever. I'm like, I'm like, honey, anyone can go on YouTube. I saw you on because now she got their iPad and all that, and they're always watching my videos. And I mean, my daughter used to be able to recite my closing deals like i mean when i used to open up because i used to be really a part of the opening up of of franchises it was me that they talked to now we've got a team that does it and stuff and i after we close them i'm they get to then they're a part of me and they get on the webinars and all that but she can use you like recite you know what i'd say and she'd sit in my office and that's the other thing you know it's kind of open door policy and i like that you know trump kind of talked talks a lot about that it's like you can always come here daddy's gonna be working but you can be a part of this and listen in and just you know hang out and she used to you know at my home office you just sit and watch cartoons and just listen to me on the phone doing my thing and mm-hmm. i think that's important you know i think you know when you talk about work-life balance i mean what value did you give your kid by shutting you know some people are like well i have a kid now let me just stop my life it's like no 
you know, show your kid what it means to go out there and get what you want out of life. You know, show them there it takes it takes hard work, takes commitment, takes a lot of sacrifice. You know, and you know, I I'm I'm happy that my kids still love me after the neglect that I put them through. I mean, I did, you know, and I've actually posted that on my Instagram before. You know, it's like for them to still selflessly, unconditionally love their daddy for the sacrifices that they've had to go through with me um, is really beautiful. So. You know, it's kind of where I kind of owe them back and trying to be that conscious dad now. So that's amazing. Yeah. The conscious dad. Yes. I feel that, you know, just I, I feel your heart. I feel your aura. Yeah. And, Thanks. you know, I could relate. And my girls are over 18. They're, yeah. tw- they're twins that are 26 and a, and a 36 year old daughter. So all three daughters. And you learn a lot when they grow older. And then they tell you, they look back, and then they tell you things of positive that either you work too much mm-hmm. or that we learned so much from you, Mom. And it's basically talking to them with your heart yeah. and then having them see you in a day-to-day role, but being honest and being authentic. Yeah. And that is so impactful. Like this yeah. right here, it's this little thing, you know, and that's the thing too, is that, you know, this is my daughter got me this fake, uh, this fake diamond uh, <laughs> thing, right? And she, and she, I have to wear it. She's like, you're not wearing my, you know, my, my watch. And and I swear my, my, like my, my wrist turns green sometimes. It's <laughs> and people are like, it's extra special. How's business going? Really? <laughs> it's so good. And, uh, so, um, but uh, I mean, even the little things. And I think that, you know, for me, it wasn't like big dramatic changes that I thought it was you know for me it's like man you know because when I was I was dreading the fact that it's like okay you know I need to have more balance this was you know this was three three four years ago and it was just going to the park being there the phone's not ringing and you're just hanging out with them like that's that's what they want it's so simple Mm -hmm. it's like oh man I really miss the miss the bullseye on that one for a long time so but you yeah. figured it out i figured it out mm-hmm. i'm still i mean i'm not perfect i'm still you know lulu land a lot we're all like, a work in yeah, progress exactly right? exactly yeah. getting in their world it's those simple things you yeah. know we, we we tend to make it like really big and grandiose and yeah. and it's just really simple and they just want our time and our love yeah that's it just pure they're usually in the moment mm-hmm. they're always oh in the moment. oh my gosh mm-hmm. i know it's like take lessons from kids i know mm-hmm. i know yeah, yeah. there's one video i posted with this little girl that I guess they were showing how how easy it is for kids to make friends. So they, they put some kids in this coffee shop, and this little girl goes up to someone. She's like, how much money do you have? <laughs> I'm like, brilliant. And the girl, the woman's like, in my pocket? Like, currently? Like, and it, But it was so great. It's like, really get out there and ask the questions and be a part of the world. Like, I always tell my daughter, thing. ask for this credit score first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then we'll you know, know we can talk. See, yeah. she could relate. I could definitely like, relate. That's my question. Like background check, <laughs> credit scores, definitely. criminal yeah. record. Yeah. Wow. Now you can date my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. You got to oh, know what's cool. so first. What? You got to know what's you so. You got to know what's so. Got to know what's so. That's the start. It's really nice to, to be able to, to relate with you and to talk with you. And, and now I want to go to that website, you know, to learn more. It was at Tut tut.com or something yeah and and listen you know to you and you're really inspiring thank you and what i've learned is you know the touch moved inspired the tmi and you really are are touch moved or moving me and inspire me to grow and to learn more so i appreciate that and i'm an entrepreneur so awesome yeah thank you if anything i take from bryce it's actually to take action 
Uh, I don't care what it is. Like, that's the beauty that you bring. It's like, just do something. And if it screws up, it screws up. But go do something else. Yeah. Like, it's funny when we talk. Like, how many companies do you have right now? Um, Oh, <laughs> like you've lost count. I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, it's not. It's not. I, I've kind of. I'm trying to bring it all into one. I've got my academy. I've got you know, um, product line. I've got um, a company called uh, Card Ego. That's one of my f- fun companies. So like six. What's six Card Ego? What it is is so. Um, when I at a young age, I sold the company for a, a good chunk of change, and I got invited to be in like the American Express black card thing. And I thought it was really weird. I got this thing from American Express and said, "You're invited, but it, but it cost me ten grand, grand grand a year." I'm like, "How did you invite me <laughs> and charge me ten grand it's a brilliant. year?" <laughs> and I didn't really, and I really didn't know about this whole thing that it was. And so I'm like, "Well," I, and I had really good rewards and whatever. So I'm like, "Okay," I'm like, "Let's let's do this." So I did it. So traveling, people really treated me differently, and I'm like, "Man, like." You get everywhere I want. They had this full-time concierge service. When I would go to like Beverly Hills and there would be a restaurant or a hotel and I couldn't get in, I called them and like they'd have a room for me magically. I'm like, this is a pretty crazy thing. So years went by and I'm like, man, <clears throat> why can't anybody you know, who's trying to build their status, build who they are, kind of fake it till they make it and have like a black card? Right where they put it on the counter and they're somewhere and someone looks at them differently because they looked at me different. Why can't anyone have this? So I went on this little journey and I figured out how to take plastic debit credit cards and turn them into black cards, black metal cards. I got these um, these uh, these metal cards machined, just like a metal card. You know, I implanted where the chip goes, and I figured out how to rip the chip out of another card. Do banks like me that much? No, but I'm contracted <laughs> out like, or I'm, I've got contracts out, and you know I've got everything in place if they ever do come after me. But I've been running it for five years now, and we ship these cards all over the world. And what they do is they they send me their card, um, and then we have different designs, you know, that we can, they can do from all custom. They can put their business name on it, all that. And now when they go to a meeting, they pull out this thing as a conversation piece. And for all someone knows, they can be part of this elite club, and they're doing really amazing, and they've got themselves a metal black card. So it's awesome. yeah, it's called it's your your card has its own ego, card ego. Card ego. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I think Valerie wants one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sign me up. Yeah. That's really oh cool. But you know about that, you know, about about jumping in at it. I know so many entrepreneurs and <clears throat> so many not entrepreneurs trying to be entrepreneurs that sit there and I mean I've had dinner, I've got some friends that live here locally. I mean, how many lunches do you have to have with me to talk about what you're gonna do? And it's like finally it's like Dude, you're wasting my time. I mean, did you open up a Shopify account? Well, no, I'm just kind of open it up, get in there, you know, create it, open up a WordPress, you know, like learn it, you know. I mean, I like to be, you know, to a certain extent, know every piece of my business and really jump in there and do it myself and know, you know, you know, I've got webmasters and different things that, that like, like, for instance, I mean, she was with me yesterday I've, or uh, today at two o'clock. I have my webmaster. He adds all the locations for me. But I'm like, I want to learn how to do it. I want to know how you do this and how maybe I can look at it and we can make it better. Do I think you know how to do it better? You probably do. But maybe the, a, a clean vision, you know, clean eyes and how we add it and how we meta tag it from my experience, we might be able to make it better. <clears throat> but with that too, it's like jump in there and do it. Like when we started my academy, started an online academy where we train people to do, to do the procedures, do heads. I don't know if you know what I do, but men that go bald. I create a, a process, uh, ink needle machine process, where we tattoo their heads and make it look like hair. So this is a tattoo on my head. So, okay. um, and then we, we create a product line where we sell to the industry. <clears throat> and then we do the brows, the lips, the whole thing. 
So when I traded the academy, it was half-fast. It wasn't even that, that, that really that, I mean, it wasn't half-fast. I did the best I can, but it came to a point where it's like, let's make some money here. You know, let's not sit here and over, and let your marketplace show you how to make it better. Let them complain to you and say, I need this, I need that, I need this. And that's how you create a really good package um, and, and do it. And I think a lot of people, they wanna make it so perfect, so perfect, and then they ran out of funding, they're, you know, they, they've got, and it's resistance. That's what it is. It's it's hard to get out there and be in, and come out there with a product because you think people are going to judge me. It's not this. It's not that. That's the hardest part of doing it. Sitting in behind your office and creating a product and creating something. That's a hard part, but that's the easy part is getting out there, being the brand, being passionate about it. You know, and the other thing, too, is that I think that in your industry, you have to fake it till you make it as far as being a master. Pretend, how do you become a master in something? Call yourself a master. Be the master at it, you know, like with, with inks and, and different things. I didn't know much about it. Well, what I would do is I would read a blog about it or I'd read an article about it. And then I would talk on a YouTube in front of a camera as if I knew about it. And I'd be teaching myself. And I did that every other day forever. I still do. And I upload content, content, content. And finally, someone who's, and it's not even selling. It's just educating. Educate, educate, educate. And the byproduct is the deal closed. And that's what we do on webinars. You know, when I, when I recruit people, <clears throat> when, if, if we, they can't get them, my office can't get them to be on board and they want more. They get a webinar with me and all I do is just educate them. I don't sell them. I don't do anything. Say, hey, this is what it's about. This is, here's the numbers. This is how it works. And just education. And like, then they, they have a clear image of how it is. Um, but that's how you really, you, you and, and then people, I've got a buddy of mine, he's a mortgage broker and he wanted to be a different kind of mortgage broker and be special. So we had conversations and talked about it. And I'm like, why don't you just talk about the industry talk about who's you know borrowing money who's doing this who's doing that keep putting it out there be the master at it and someone's gonna go to it because they're gonna look up something they'll say man who is this guy he's not selling me anything but he's talking about something he's really well educated it i want him to be my mortgage broker right so it's just i think that that's a big key element to um, growing a business is being the master and not letting someone else tell you if you're master or not just be it Absolutely. Well, and getting out there. Like, yeah. there's that piece of it that, you know, you have to get out there. Totally. Well, getting and out there before and get, you even know it. Getting out of your own head because you talked about resistance. And a lot of yeah. times that resistance, we put that resistance there. It may oh, be yeah. an obstacle, it's, but yeah. it's, it's our habitual mind. Totally. We're creating it. Totally. I hear there's it. no fear with you. I yeah, I mean, this is what I'm getting. I think like there is. There is. not going to let them stop them. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it comes. It comes. It's every day. It's all the time. I, it, it was coming here. I was. I had all these things going on. Fear is But illusion, it's just man. being conscious of it. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, right. there you are again. You know, and then what's, you know, what's what I really found for me <clears throat> is, a lot of people, a lot of inspirational speakers, they always say, you know, don't, don't you know, you throw that away. You know, just go after and get it. I don't think that's the way to do it. I think when it comes, you say hi to it, you become friends with it, mm -hmm. and then it falls in the weight that it is. It's dead. You because it. you've acknowledged it. It's yeah. there. You see it. It's like, hey, I see you. I know what's going on here. Yeah. Can I, let's move on. So instead of saying just, kind of, you know, it's all kind of doing all this, you're just, you're, it's, it's, it's messy where you can just kind of have a clear picture of why it's going on, where it came from, where do you think it came from. You don't know where it came from, and then let it be, and then move on. I think too many people, like, started analyzing it yeah. and spend too much time on the fear versus saying exactly what you did. Like just yeah. be like, all right, awesome. You're going to be there. Yeah. We're going to do this anyway. Yeah. And you just go for yeah. it because you never know what's on the other side until you get there. Totally. It's really exciting. Yeah. What a rush. It can be like, you know. it's funny because I think after doing it a couple of times, you start losing the rush too. And then you start looking for another rush 
And I think right. that's when that addiction actually kind of just mm-hmm. evolves into something more that's open doors. Yep. Looking for those open doors. Yep. And you mm-hmm. can't do that with total balance. It's no. not going to happen. It's just, <laughs> no. It's going to look messy before it gets good. Mm-hmm. Got to think outside the box. Yeah. yeah definitely. And must. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Just like, whoo, got goosebumps. <laughs> it's like, wow. Uh, so what's next? I love the fact that you're working with the mortgage. I know uh, Valerie probably like, excuse me, what mortgage professional? Because I think you work I work a hand. lot That's with mortgage people. Mm-hmm. So with credit. Yeah, and gotcha. W- and yeah, and since my new title is Master of Credit Debt, nice. I know my stuff when it comes to credit. And so when I talk to mortgage people, we really relate and join, you know, just the whole goal of helping people to realize, you know, their dream of buying a home. Yeah, because they're scared. And so we work a lot with mortgage people. And I think, you know, the other thing beyond that's important to in your industry to niche out your industry on what who you're speaking to. We were talking about this, too. Again, I'm not going to. There's a guy named Tom Galassano who's a billionaire. He he owns paychecks. Probably never heard of paychecks, but it's it's only point oh two percent of the industry and is a billionaire and it's like i'm like i figured he owned the whole industry for being that but me he's got hospital that's the what i I donated to last year and and so him you know what i learned from him was you know to to he deals with strictly entrepreneurs and their payroll um and with that you know i went and i was i was doing a class and i've talked about this before but i love this story um i was doing a class um out in uh, out, what's that? Santan Valley. There's an entrepreneurial school out there. Yeah. So I worked with them for about six weeks, and they're young, kid, young kids. They had businesses, some marketing companies, some this, some that. And there was a young girl, and she was making fifteen hundred bucks a month selling popcorn. And I was like, I'm like, oh, it's pretty good to sell it's popcorn. Decent. It's a decent, decent amount. And she's young. She's like fifteen years old. And um, so I started looking at what she's doing, and you know what her passion was, and. And, and you know, how can we make it different? And I'm like, I'm like, I have an idea. Let's color this popcorn pink. Let's market to an audience of, of, of younger, younger kids. Right. And then let's donate it to, let's donate proceeds to breast cancer. So mothers, you know, kids or moms that have kids that like popcorn, they're going to buy the pink, pink popcorn. So she put it on, she put it on, uh, she's like, so like gourmet popcorn, Amazon. She put it on Google marketplace. She got a Shopify account. And she quadrupled her business in two months, just niching out her bit. I mean, popcorn is popcorn. You can buy it anywhere, but you paint it pink, you find a cause, and you market to a certain person with your branding, done. So much like you just need someone to believe in you. Yeah. Like those are those moments that like you Mm -hmm. just changed this girl's life. Yeah. But it's a, but I think with anything that you do, you know, who you're targeting, who's your audience, you know, don't be the pleaser of everybody. Some people aren't going to like the Bryce entrepreneur guy. That's just, they, they don't like that. And but those aren't, that's not my, that's, that's not my clan. You know, those aren't the people that whenever I come out with a new product, they're buying it. Right. It's, you know, it's not about being, and that's, that's where sometimes you kind of got to be a little aggressive and on how you are and how you carry yourself and who you are. Cause you know, the ones that are really listening, um, they feel it. And it's not about, you know, pleasing everybody. I mean, I, I said something, I, I've got these so every three days, my franchises get, get, get emails, get emails. And one of them, it was the, the title was grow some balls. And a lot of my franchise did not like that I said that. And I lost some people over it. And I'm like, you know, and, and in my corp, my office called me like, Bryce, you know, I think, you know, 
But I'm like, I'm not going to change who I am and tone myself down, you know. And it was about how sometimes you got to put your big boy pants on and girl pants on and go out and, and really, you know, just it was kind of that. And at the end it said grow some balls. And then the top one was that. And they didn't like it. But it's like. Well, those aren't your people. Exactly. Those aren't my yeah. people. You know, yeah. it's just. Or you got to accept the fact that this guy is crazy, a little <laughs> nutty. And this is how he grew this. And I can just, you know, respect to not, you know, but he's just going to be who he is and respect it or, you know. Yep. Follower or later, you know, yep. just yep. you choose. Yep. It's fun to break some plates mm-hmm. sometimes. No, oh, it is. Make some noise, create something. Be different, you know. Awesome. Yeah, don't go with the flow. Exactly. Be the Be flow. Be the disruptor. Be the flow. Be the flow. Be the flow. Yeah. All right, so we got three minutes left. What do you want to leave us with? Oh, jeez. I Can know, you, right? Oh, man, it's put me on the spot. God, I thought I've said everything. Gratitude. Oh, I like that. Well, and it's funny because I think you have a lot of that. Like there is just something about you that just shows it. Definitely. I think that it's important. Gratitude is, is, is amazing. And beyond that, I think that within anyone who has a business, I think that business is great. You build relationships. You, you do all of that. But I always tell my people, it's like at the end of the day, you take the ink, the needles away, you take everything away. I built a relationship with you. And that's what I cherish. And then beyond that, a step further is we're big time into giving back. 10% of all of our proceeds go to, to um, all the stuff that we sell goes to charity and then, of course, the Scalpel Con. But it's finding a higher purpose within your business. How do you, you know, you're making money, all of this, but how do you find that higher person purpose where you really make a change in the world due to you creating a system that creates revenue? Um, I think that's the biggest thing in business. And, you know, bottom line is over the past five, six years, there's, there's, um, um, what is it called? There's, um, there's, what was it? There's conscious buyers. They, they, they look at that, you know, they're going to buy from you because they see what you're doing and the impact you make on the world. I do, you know, mm-hmm. I, when I see someone that's doing something, you know, um, that's, that's, that, that's using their tool and their vehicle and business to make a bigger and greater impact. That's huge for me in, in products that I buy. You're going to circulate your, your, your wealth with someone that's in alignment with that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It takes something to take your wallet out, put your credit card into something. Totally. Like it really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to believe in something that's bigger than you. Yeah. Your trust, you know, your trust totally. in that person or that company. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and at the end of the days, you know, like you said, like the ink, take it away. It's, it's nothing compared to the relationships you've created. Exactly. And the difference exactly. you made for this girl who now is like lives in my soul because yep. that's yep. just beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think at the end of the day, Bryce? You know, when you when you start to get ready to go to bed and you're besides the sex, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that was now we got. <laughs> you know, I I'm my, I it, it's nothing fancy. It's sitting on my door, but it says, "How do I change more lives?" And it's a question mark, and that's something that I when I wake up in the morning, I look at it. When I go to bed, it's sitting right there. And that's kind of that's 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 my purpose, you know, making an impact in someone someone's life, find, showing somebody that, you know, with what you know. I, I could have been in prison right now, in jail. You know, I mean, I you know, people. You know, my t- teacher told me that I would, you know, I would never, you know, I don't look like a stupid biggie rap, but I would never mount to anything. And you know, thank God, you know, th- you know, there was just things in my life that changed. Um, that you know, I had realizations and epiphanies um, that realized that wait a second, no, like I I can be something with the tools that I have. Just because I can't focus in school and you know I can't get high grades, I've got something else that's special. And when I can take somebody and show them that through systems that I create, oh my God, there's nothing better. I mean, that's the true fulfillment more than anything else. Most definitely. 
That's amazing. Bryce, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show. I know it's our first, yeah. fourth time, and I so appreciate your partnership, yes. your friendship. No like, everything you're doing is just phenomenal. And if there's anything, like, we can do, I mean, our show is growing because of you, because of who you are, and because of, like, like it's just, it warms my heart to know Thank who you. you are. Thank you. Awesome. You have so much to share with the world. Thank you. I Definitely. mean, just within this hour, it's like, wow, where can you go next? Thank you. What, how it's many, inspiring because I have people? the same aspirations as far as giving back to the world. <clears throat> For right. sure. Look, we all get choked up. See what you totally, did? Totally. <laughs> now I'm touched. Even the big guy. And inspired. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. All right. Well, yeah. go do something great, Bryce. Cool. Thank you again. I You're hope welcome. you'll come Thank back you. on the show. And, I'll be back. Uh, I can't wait. To, I, I actually would love to know more about um, Scalpa. Scalpacon. Scalpacon, yeah. Scalpacon. Yeah. That's I'll pretty sweet. Able, yeah. But um, let's let's share that yeah. and see what else we can do because cool. I think it's just phenomenal to bring cool. people together. Cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, we'll guys. do something great. Yeah. We'll yeah. see you guys next week. Awesome. All right. Thanks for being on there.